Hello, and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor. I work with the Home Performance with Energy Star program here in Maryland with Pepco and BGE. There's a huge void in the way people think about home improvements, and this show is going to fill the hole. I've been all over Maryland doing energy audits, and there is nothing but truth in the Department of Energy's stat. Nine out of ten homes are under-insulated. I hope that as the Inflation Reduction Act gains momentum, it's going to generate talk about home performance. And our goal is to help you understand what home performance is and how it all makes so much sense. Some of the things you learn on this show, you will be able to do yourself. Others, you're going to need a helping hand. The main thing is that knowing is going to give you a sense of calm and it's going to put you in the driver's seat to success. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of Home Comfort Tactics. It's a podcast for homeowners to learn a little bit more about their home. And today I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm recording myself going through the podcast and hopefully I can bring a few slides up or things up that'll help for anybody watching on YouTube. And my topic today is I wanna talk to you about five signs around the house that can help you decide whether or not you need an energy audit. So in other words, I think there are five things that any person can go around and check for to see if getting an energy audit is gonna be worth the initial investment of $100. So let's get right into it. Well, the first thing that I like to talk about is I want you to see this graph and it talks a little bit and shows that the biggest place that US US households are expending energy is from their HVAC, so heating and cooling. And I think that's a concept that, you know, probably a lot of people understand, but I also think there are many that don't really think of it that way. You know, we all kind of want to walk around and turn the lights off and, you know, we get on our kids to because they leave their things on all day. And, you know, yeah, there's something to be said about, you know, cutting back on those types of, you know, phantom electricity draws, but the big elephant in the room, the big thing you want to try to do to save energy is reduce the amount of time that your heating and cooling is running. And the way we want to do that is we want to seal and tighten up our houses with insulation. So I want to talk a little bit before I get into the five things. What is a comprehensive home energy audit? And you know, in order to decide whether you need one or not, you should probably know a little bit about what it is. And according to the EPA, a local, I'm sorry, according to the EPA, local residential energy efficient website, existing residential homes typically offer several opportunities, and I can attest to this, for energy efficient upgrades. So in other words, they've you know, done some research and many, many homes are ripe for getting an energy audit because many, many things inside a house can be fixed to lead to better comfort and energy efficiency. And they know that. 
and an energy audit is going to go around and explore all the places that most people don't think to look, most people don't really want to look, crawl spaces, attics, to find those problematic areas and make recommendations on how to fix them. Alright, so what's going to tell you if you need an energy audit or not? So sign number one, high energy bills and a lack of comfort. Those two things typically go hand in hand. And all of the instruments and tools on the market to determine you know, temperature in our homes, humidity levels, air speeds, hands down the best way to measure comfort is going to be your own body. So comfort is defined by considering all of the following things. Air temperature, humidity levels, air movement, surrounding surface temperatures, gender, age, activities that you're doing inside of your home, personal metabolic rate, and the clothing you're wearing. So let's break a few of these down. The first thing I wanna get into is humidity. Humidity in summer is going to be a problem and I can tell you when you seal humidity out of the home and you make it less humid or more dry, then it's going to lead to better comfort. You're going to be able to cool the house easier and you're going to feel better inside of your home. And an energy audit is going to get to the bottom of where the humidity is getting into the home or problems that may lead to higher humidity that you may not have thought about. I also wanted to talk about uh, one that I think is pretty cool, the surrounding surface temperatures. So let's get into that for a second. For example, in my house, we are western facing mostly. So the back half of the day, we get a lot of radiant heat from sun. And what we've done is multiple things to combat that. One example is we purchased those uh, blinds that absorb some of the heat so there's two front facing windows that get a lot of that radiant heat are blocked by those blinds during the hottest parts of the day. Sign number two is to check for air infiltration and this is something that you don't need any type of tool to do. It's something you can do on your own and one clear-cut sign that you need to get a home energy audit is if there are a lot of spider webs dangling around your house in the places around your house that are connected to the outside. So let me give you a few examples. One, and I see this all the time, if you go near your attic hatch or possibly your pull-down stair, if you don't use it often, Check for her spider webs around there because even though the attic, and this is something I tell people all the time, is covered by the roof, it's still technically the outside. So therefore, you will get air movement usually between the house and the hatch, through the hatch I should say, and that's a great place to check for spider webs. Another great place is in the basement at the top of the foundation wall. Usually around the laundry machine, you're going to want to look up there and you're going to want to look for spider webs. And if you see them, then that's a telltale sign that you're getting air infiltration and exfiltration through your house. Why? Because spiders instinctually, they make webs where there's air moving. Okay, number three. You want to assess your own insulation level. Now, 
that doesn't mean that you have to go up into your attic and you gotta crawl around and you gotta look all over the place. No, leave that up to the energy auditor. But before you even get an energy audit, why don't you take a quick look and just see how things appear. If you don't have between 14, well, let's just call it between 10 and 20 inches of insulation, then that's a dead giveaway. Then you're a great candidate for an energy audit. Um, insulation slows the transfer of heat and you need to have the right amount of it for it to do its job properly. So air leakage is a big thing because yes, you know, you're going to lose air throughout your house if it's not sealed. But another thing I tell people is that especially in the winter time, well, really both seasons, the winter and the summer, when you don't have a proper barrier to slow the transfer of heat, then in the winter time, then your entire ceiling becomes just a place for your heat to pass through. So you're going to lose heat in leaps and bounds. And then in the summertime, it's sort of the reverse of that. All of that heat, that, that hot that builds inside of that attic, well, that's just gonna wanna go right down into the house if there's not a good sound barrier or something to slow it from doing that. All right, number four out of five is, this is something that isn't gonna be for everybody, but what you wanna check are, or in your home is for knee walls. And one easy way to check for a knee wall in your house is to see if you have sloped ceilings. A common you know, reason for having a knee wall in a house is when you have a really you know, nice sloped ceiling and then it drops down to the eight foot ceiling that goes out into the hallway. And if you sort of reverse yourself and you get up into the attic, well, if you think about the ceiling going up and then dropping down, it's going to create a wall in the attic space that's going to be, you know, something that you want to make sure that you take a look at. Now, the reason why this is important is if you do have knee walls, then that is a great opportunity to have them assessed by an energy auditor because a lot of times what I find is that the insulation and the knee wall, it falls down over time. Gravity starts to pull on it, the heat and the moisture in the attic in the summer starts to pull on it. And sometimes you have people up there working, doing different things, and they don't know any better and they kick it down or it just falls when work is being done on other parts of the attic. So. If you have knee walls, getting an energy audit is definitely something that you should consider doing. Okay, last but not least, and I talk about this a lot on this podcast because it's inevitable when I go into people's attics and crawl spaces that there's usually some type of, we'll just call it turmoil when it comes to the ducts in the house. The ducts are not sealed properly. They're usually falling apart and that causes a lot of problems. So you wanna make sure you get an energy audit so somebody can get in there and they can check on the ducts and make sure that you're getting the best performance out of your HVAC system. So that concludes today's top five reasons, or not reasons, five signs that you should look for in your house. And if you have any of these signs, then you definitely wanna get an energy audit for somebody to get through there and take a look at everything. Thanks for watching.